0: So, Mike, how was your Vegas Christmas? I mean, it was good. (laughs) What do you want me to say? Where do you want me to start? I crammed a lot in, actually. How how Vegas-y was it? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I've just had a ridiculous week and a half. So, you know, in the past 10 days, I have been up all night packing, had my entire flat You know, loaded into boxes, put into a shipping container and sent on a ship to Singapore. While I then got on a plane to Singapore and then another plane (laughs) to San Francisco and then another plane to Las Vegas and then proceeded to have an action packed Vegas Christmas where I won $30 in a slot machine and caught COVID. And (laughs) now I'm back in Singapore living in a service apartment with a stuffy nose and a fever. How many boxes did you accumulate from your time in Hong Kong? Oh man, this is so embarrassing. Uh 105 boxes. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was oh man, it's so bad. Like I I left the packing way too last minute. So you packed 105 boxes. No, no, no. I didn't pack 105 boxes. I I started packing at midnight on the day before the movers arrived and didn't really make any significant dent in it. And there were just piles of stuff all over the floor. And then the movers, you know, like I, I was literally there all night and at 9am, bing bong, you know, <laughs> the movers have arrived and I haven't slept and they're like, what should we pack? And I was just like, just pack everything. And like all the stuff on the floor. Yeah, just all the stuff on the floor. Just pack it all. <laughs> And then we were going room to room and they're pointing at all the boxes and going, all the boxes? i like, yeah, just pack all the boxes. You packed all the boxes? I packed the boxes. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's actually ridiculous. I just didn't have time to go through it all. I was just like, whatever. So, you know, the boxes were the original packing material for stuff like, you know, like an Xbox 360, a PS3, a Wii. So those boxes were used to repack the things. But then they just put those boxes inside other boxes. <laughs> Yeah. It's nuts. I I have no idea what's going on with the packing. It was just, it was so chaotic in the end. Like there's loads of stuff which I thought I had put in my suitcase and it's not there. So it must be in a box that they shipped.
1: So you didn't throw anything out in the end?
0: Well, I was throwing stuff out all night. Like I was shredding stuff and throwing out, you know, things like things like the original podcast microphone, which was broken. Like I threw that out, you know, like I did throw that away and I threw away the packaging for it too. It's very sad, but... I did, I did Marie Kondo a bunch of stuff, but there was not time to go through it all. So loads of it just got packed up and yeah, then I've, I'm extremely sleep deprived because I didn't sleep at all that night and then I haven't slept well since because of jet lag and now COVID. Where do you think you caught COVID from? I, I think I, I think I caught it like the, you know, the last evening in Vegas. My sister and I and her husband just went to some casinos in downtown and he was playing poker and blackjack and then we were just playing on slot machines. And then basically my sister and I have both tested positive for COVID. So it's probably someone we were sat next to at the slot machines is my guess. Okay. Yeah. So the the two of us are the only ones who have COVID. I'm really sad. I really thought I was going to make it through this pandemic without getting it, you know. I was joking it's like battle royale, like last one standing and it's like, "Oh man, I've been eliminated from Covid Royale." You know, there's like still a handful of friends who've never had it. I really thought I was going to be the last. Could that make a good game? I mean, not really. It's just a, it's just like a fun little diversion. It's a way of it's a way of turning everything into a competition and making it really toxic. <laughs> Trying to think what else I did. I mean, really, really did a lot of stuff in Vegas. You know, like I went to Omega Mart, which I was really looking forward to. Actually, it was a bit of a disappointment. It wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as I was hoping. But then I did have very high hopes for it. So we we went to the Grand Canyon. We went to a Cirque du Soleil show where we actually had some sort of group delusion. You know, like, actually, I mean, this this whole Vegas trip is really weird because obviously like you don't usually go to Vegas with your family, right? But my my mum in particular really likes the idea of Vegas. So we had a family holiday to Vegas for Christmas, obviously. It's like my family, you know, siblings all flew in from all over the place and we all met in Vegas.
1: I think it's okay to go to Vegas as a family.
0: Yeah, well, so we went to Cirque du Soleil and we had this like group delusion where we, for some reason, thought the show started at 7.30. But it started at 7. And so we were just ambling in, like, really relaxed. And we got there at, like, 7.15. And we all thought, oh, we've got plenty of time. And the, like, ushers at the door were, like, checking our tickets. And, you know, we were really, like, blasé about it. And we were like, oh, we're so early. There's hardly it anyone here. Empty, yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> and
0: then, like... Anyway, long story short, we get to... You know the theater. We open the door and it's really dark, and they're like leading us in really quietly. And then I have this realization that like I'm an idiot. (laughs) You know, we're not we're not early. We're really really late. And then we sit down, and my sister turns to me and says, "Is this the pre-show?" And I'm like, "No, we're just like half an hour late." And then you know, many face palms all around. I don't know why we all thought it started at seven thirty. Like, literally any of us could have looked at the tickets and seen it said 7. But for some reason, we were all convinced it started at 7.30. 7.30 seems sensible.
1: If you told me it started at 7.30, I wouldn't question you.
0: Uh, it's just so embarrassing, because, you know, the, the show we went to see, it was the, the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. So it was at the Mirage on the Strip. And the Mirage has a volcano show as well, out the front, you know, out the front of the casino, where they have like a fake volcano that goes off like on the hour at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11.
1: That sounds a bit tacky, by the way. Well, it's Vegas. What do you expect?
0: So we got there at like quarter to seven. And instead of going to the Cirque du Soleil show, we just stood and watched the volcano going off. And one of my sisters was saying like, oh, isn't it nice how they've arranged it? So you've got time to watch the volcano and then go to the show. <laughs> and we were all just like we all believed it like we all were so convinced that this made sense and then we got to cirque du soleil and we we're like omg like we just yeah we, we missed out on like you know a third of the expensive show to watch the free volcano
1: <laughs> that is a mistimed comment i did i didn't enjoy that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so uh idiocy
0: and then other nonsense that evening you know, there was also having the eleven ninety nine steak and lobster. You know, after Cirque du Soleil, everyone was quite worn out because I guess I guess everyone was jet lagged really. And you know, one sister and their husband they just went to bed. They just crashed out. And then the other one was just like, "Oh, there's this deal on for like eleven ninety nine steak and lobster at this casino. Do you want to see if they've got it?" And then I was saying, you know, I'm pretty tired. I'm not. I'm not very hungry, but. I just tagged along and yeah, they just, they were just like, oh yeah, we've got the deal. Do you want, do you want steak and lobster? And we were like, okay, I'll try it. And I I figured, you know, maybe I'll just eat a little bit and then take it away. No, I just smashed this whole steak and lobster (laughs) at like 11 p.m.
1: But there was nothing wrong with the uh, steak and lobster. You didn't get scammed. I was, I was waiting no, for you. Was,
0: no. Sorry, sorry to disappoint you, Ting. It was great. It was just like an eleven ninety nine steak and lobster. Actually, you know, the, the funny bit about this story, the funny bit is that there was a guy sat in the booth behind us. Well, I mean, it was it was like a another party of four. This guy must have either been really drunk or stoned or both. Or something, you know. He was like, he was just going on and on. He was talking really loudly because he, you know, they'd also got the steak and lobster. So, the steak and lobster is eleven ninety nine, but if you want to add an extra lobster tail, that's fourteen ninety nine, right? So, you know, we sit down, we order four steak and lobster. His party sits down, they get steak and lobster, except for his girlfriend, who's like, "Uh, I, I don't want a steak and lobster. I just, I just want a baked potato." And and then he's like, "Oh, I want to add an extra lobster tail." So he orders an extra lobster tail at 14 dollars and she orders a baked potato at like $9.99. And it's just insane because if you get the steak and lobster, you'll get a lobster tail and a steak and a baked potato. They should have just ordered a steak and lobster for her, right? It's like, it's like moments like this where I'm just like, this is how casinos make money, I guess. Just like some people are idiots.
1: You gotta learn math.
0: It's just crazy. Like he literally paid more money for less stuff. We could have got the same stuff, plus a steak for less money. You're so Asian. <laughs> well, well, yes. What did you expect? It's, yeah, we, you know, we should have gone over there and like and explained to them. You know, you fool. Proper like a rich dad, poor dad scenario there. Anyway, that that's a a very rapid encapsulation of the Vegas trip. I mean, there was lots of other nonsense there too, but it it wasn't like a drunken and debauched Vegas holiday. It was like a family holiday in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and I have COVID now, so I'm a bit out of it, but I am pumped full of many different painkillers and stimulants. To be honest, it just feels like a cold. I I really didn't think I actually had COVID. I was quite surprised when I did the test and it came up positive.
1: Can you still taste stuff? Do you have a
0: sore throat? I have a bit of a sore, I basically have a bit of a sore throat and a bit of a stuffy nose, but it's, it's literally just like a cold. Like if I, if I'd done the test and it had just kept coming up negative, I'd be like, I guess it's just a cold. No headaches. Hmm. Like no more so than with a cold from being a bit congested. Okay. I mean, well, you had, you had COVID as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But yours is quite bad. <clears throat>
1: No, I had a cold beforehand and I thought that was much worse. Okay. So with my cold, I kept having these headaches, these persistent headaches. And it's because my sinuses were blocked and I just needed some antibiotics. Nothing was worse than that. Mm. I, I was just
0: tired with COVID. I mean, I've been tired too, but I, I didn't know if it was the jet lag or if it was COVID. And it turns out it's or just normal bit Mike. of both. <laughs> yeah,
1: that too. How was your Christmas? Usual. We hosted Christmas. Then we met some friends. Met some of Quite a few people have moved from Hong Kong to the UK. April's friends. So we met with them. And we did the usual. I think now part of our tradition is that we did the Christmas train. So we took the train to visit Santa. And I think Abby really thinks we are going to the North Pole every time. There's, there's like a wormhole. There's yeah. a wormhole in the train. <laughs> It really good. I mean, you arrived there and the elves dance for you at the platform and the Santa will visit each carriage and give you a present. And then, and then Abby will ask, did you get my letter? Obviously he says yes. <laughs> so, and then we complete the loop and we get the, the gift she wrote for.
0: Oh wait, do you give Santa the present that she's going to receive?
1: No, no, no. We'll buy the gift that she asked for from Santa. So it's there on Christmas day. And we complete the illusion. I see, I see. Because I, I, I thought you said that Santa gives her a gift. Oh yeah, and another
0: like, gift, yeah. Another, it's like the appetizer gift, Yeah, right? It's the gift just to, as a warm-up to the real gift. Exactly. Okay, I thought it was something like you give the gift for Santa to give your kid, which would be interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> that, that would be an even better illusion. So your children believe that Santa brings the gifts. Not that you toil at work to earn the money
1: to give them. (laughs) I think she gets, she knows she gets two sets of gifts: some from Santa, well, actually one from Santa. Let's be fair, and then everyone else will get her a gift as well, like me, April, and family. Ah, but Santa does contribute his own gift. Interesting.
0: And and what is the Santa gift like? What is the relative value of these gifts?
1: They don't know how to dream. They don't dream big. So she just wanted a space hopper. Oh, okay.
0: She's not like, Santa, I want a Mercedes-Benz. Actually,
1: we could do that. I mean, you could just buy an electric Mercedes-Benz for her. That's what her cousin has.
0: (laughs) Wow, check your
1: privilege, dear. (laughs) Yeah, her cousin has. So she doesn't know the value of things, which is beautiful
0: for now. She doesn't ask for
1: unicorn that's good that's good
0: i still find it fascinating that like how long do you maintain the illusion of santa bringing the gifts but but the fact that there's a santa gift and there's the gifts from you that makes more sense i thought it was something crazy like all gifts come from santa and she doesn't realize that you're the one that brings the gifts which i don't know i don't think I, i don't think in my family we ever really had this i think we all pretended that Santa was a thing, but we all knew it was like made up and like, none of the gifts were really from Santa. We all just pretended like Santa was a thing. Cause it was like a fun, fun thing to do culturally, but we never had any
1: actual gifts from Santa. Maybe she knows, maybe they know that cause they're... there are too many Santas right now. Yeah. But I don't challenge it. She doesn't ask questions. I don't ask questions. Everyone's happy. It's a lie that brings a smile. Okay. No, she gets no. She maybe she's thinking I've got an extra gift. Yeah, that's the thing that now matters.
0: That's the, the thing that matters. You know, I can't remember we mentioned this before, but in in my family now, the the concept of Santa has now been replaced by a polar bear who, if you've been good, will bring you a small gift, and if you've been bad, will just maul you.
1: So,
0: <laughs> so like on Christmas Day in Vegas, yeah. My mum came in and she's like, the polar bear has been to visit us. We've all been good. No one has been mauled <laughs> and handed out. Small gifts. Will you be mauled in the evening of the 24th? Well, you know, you'd, yeah, you'd just be like walking down the corridor and the polar bear would like burst out from a room and maul you. That's like the concept. Luckily, no one's ever been bad enough to be Sorry, mauled by the polar when? bear. Since
1: what age has this been a...
0: I think this is I think this is a relatively recent development. Fine. I say okay. that. I mean it's probably like five or six years at this point. That's okay. Five or six years, it's fine. Yeah, it was, it wasn't a traumatizing childhood memory. No. <laughs>